0: hello world how are you this is dave dave spirit tonight we have a wonderful guest she's from salinas and um miss fernandez how are you welcome to the show she's uh, gonna talk to us about a lot of neat things we're not gonna tell you what they are but they're it's kind of like a family values type of a tour right <laughs> say hi liz hi see she's here and she's next on dave spirit live stay tuned How you doing? This is uh, Dave Sprayberry. We're back here in Monterey, and uh, I just stepped into this this store. It's got Bob Marley everywhere. It's his clothing. It roots? What's the story here? What you got going?
1: Well, yeah, man. Rest of storms, rest of philosophy, peace, love, and harmony. Yeah, sharing with everybody.
0: And the circle's been really real. How How's the COVID virus
1: affected you? Anything? I mean, it affected us a lot, but, you know... Positive vibration. We're still here.
0: That's right. I, I got more time off and more money in my pocket for not doing anything. So <laughs> <laughs> That's good
1: man. Happy for you. Yeah.
0: Happy for you. I see some of the amazing things you got here. The shirts from Bob Marley are just wonderful. Thank and you, bro. Uh, and I got some of that incense last week. Absolutely marvelous. Sense, yeah, the, yes, it's definitely. Yes. You, to you, you said it put love know. in the air, am I put it in there? It did. <laughs> That's how it should
1: be, man. We need it.
0: Yes, we do. We What's the name of your store here?
1: Twisted Roots, man. Twisted Roots. Yes. And, and right here in
0: Alvarado, right next to the uh, import stores. Exactly. Um, just to the left. What's your address?
1: My address? Yeah. 482 Alvarado.
0: 482 Alvarado. Just past the transit center, just to the left. Look down and look, and you'll see it. It's, exactly. it's not uh, hard to miss. I come in here all the time picking up. Things from uh, pipes to um, uh, all kinds of bongs, and you name it. They've got it. Rasta? Rasta. Bongs, <laughs> pipes, clothing, backpacks, everything, man. Anything specific you're putting on sale lately?
1: Right now, we're doing a lot of stuff with the situation and how crazy it's going. So yeah,
0: gotta help each other. Just by walking in and the smell is just a wonderful smell and vibe. What is that? Is that a type of That's incense? the
1: mix of all these incense. We don't burn anything. It's just all the incense here. Yeah. That's just the incense without even burning? Without even burning. Wow,
0: that's a fabulous, fabulous aroma. Come check it out. Anything you need in any type of uh, smoking or uh, wearing, uh, and you, you, I come in here last week looking like a square mm-hmm. and had a date with a 22-year-old. I come out of here being cool mm-hmm. and uh, everything worked out. didn't matter how old I was. <laughs> there
1: you go, man. All good then, bro.
0: <laughs> Tell us one more time. Name of the stores. Twisted Roads. Right here downtown Monterey on Alvarado. Don't miss it. We'll be back after these messages listen to Dave's Freeberry Show on Spotify, RSS, and uh,
1: iTunes. Positive Vibration. <laughs>
0: Hi, welcome back to the show. It's Dave Mary We're live all over the world. And uh, recently, Poland has joined, as well as Germany and Spain, and, and of course, the old uh, Mexico and um, Turkey. Thank God for you guys for listening. You're making our show better and better and greater and worldwide every day. It's uh, Anchor Broadcasting is where we begin and end, and we're over Spotify, Apple One, Google, Google. Um, listen one and um, a couple more platforms to be uh, just to name a few. And tonight we're speaking with some friends that um, have come join us. We recently just met them and they've got some really good insights on on how you should really act because people are really out of line. And mostly it's because people just talk and never listen. Like me, I guess right now. No, <laughs> But uh, the thing about it is you know, you, you, people miss their manners and they miss their, their just the whole idea of bis, being good and having a good feeling around you. You know, like Frank Sinatra once said, if you're smiling, the whole world is smiling around you. And it's a really good thing to think about because there's a lot of people with bad attitudes and they don't even know why. They wake up just ready to snap on somebody and they, 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 and they go... I don't know why I'm mad, but I'm just going to be mad because it's so easy to be mad. And, you know, 23 times in a row of anything becomes a habit. So now they're just habitually mad. And and, and it starts to piss you off after a while. You just want to want bit slap them, don't you? Mm -hmm. I'm speaking here with a friend of ours. She'll she'll join in when she likes to. She's got some great ideas about people and her attitudes. um, She talked about uh, studying some form of psychology and, um, that, and it, it just really opened her eyes to the to, to way things are in life and the way people are. And most of it's based out of ignorance, huh? isn't it? It really, really is. And, um, or how about the, the whole the thing about saying, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I didn't mean to do that, but I did it. And I apologize. I take responsibility for my actions. Thank you for helping me and correcting me. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Is there? I do it all the time. I'm always wrong. I'm probably more wrong than I am right, and um, but that's okay because when I'm right, I'm right because I've learned by being wrong how to be right by listening to people. That's our show tonight. We're talking about this, this, and that; those people, and us. Who's good? Who's bad? Who's indifferent? Who's ignorant? and Who isn't? Who's who's listening? And um, please join us. You can uh, get to us on our um, on day sprayberry. Live at gmail.com all over the world. Leave a message or just get get hold of us right here. one 800 929 4545 is the listener line throughout the world at a one. <laughs> Three minutes now into our show. We're drinking beer, we're smoking drugs, and we're um, and we're drinking uh, Kool-Aid. We just had the the most greatest thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding about the drugs thing. I just want to see somebody smile. Um, we, but I did I did have a great meal tonight that I made, and it was real simple. I was going to buy one of them um, things at Safeway. They were like 15 bucks. What is it? Fettuccine? No, what, what was the thing I was going to buy? Do you remember? I don't know what the hell it was. Anyway, I put it back, because I figured I could make this stuff cheaper, and I did. You know, I just pulled out some of the old jail things when we went to the county, and uh, learned how to do it with chili beans. Um, recipe, folks, write this down. Americans' best. Chili beans. Um, I'm, 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 what else did I use here? I um, <laughs> uh yeah top ramen right and i mixed them up and beat heated them up and then i smeared them all in a tortilla and they were really good they would have been better if i remembered to get the fucking cheese but i didn't do it did i <laughs> so much for that four minutes into our show how you doing you having a good night I am. are you yeah. well, good it's good because um i i have a tendency to think that Things can only get better if they've been lousy. Have you ever had a lousy day? Because I had a good day. It wasn't bad. I mean, uh, everything I did, planned to do, um, half of it fucked up. But that doesn't mean the other half was good. So I planned for that, you know? I mean, I figure if I got all this good shit, I got to plan for the bad shit. So I break my day down to hours, you know? If I got a fucked up morning, okay, it's a fucked up four hours. And I don't fuck up my afternoon, you know, for whatever reason. I don't walk around going to snap and kill somebody. And not that I would ever do that, but, um, am want to line or do you want to smoke this?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, I used to get anxiety. You know what I mean? And I used to carry it on for hours. And, really? Yeah. But I used to take like, you know, stuff for like anxiety and stuff. And then I would notice that it, after I got off of them, of course the withdrawals were horrible, but it's, it's all in your mind. It you know is. What I mean, it's like you're guilting yourself and you don't let it go, or it's like anxiety, it's worry, it's like stress, it's everything crumbling down at once because it's your world. You know what I mean? It is. But then, you know, it's, for me, it was just like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? You face the truth, you see it, and you either like keep living that way and keep living that little you know cage or you have to break through the glass and take chances you know what i mean yeah and and it's just it's like you encage your own mind
0: do you find yourself i mean i found myself going around and around a couple times before i tried to jump out of that cage because i wasn't sure if i was going to do it right when i did you know and then you know a couple times i jumped out too soon i fuck up even worse you know what are you gonna do you know Uh, uh, but so next time you 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 hesitate a little bit then you go out when you think a bit more
1: how to get out of it you know
0: does that, does that sound about right? I mean.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a, I know there was this, like, this quote and I had seen it. Yeah. And it was like a speech that Denzel Washington gave and it was at a graduation. Oh, and he I always told I somebody, some he told him that. him that he said the main, main quote was to fall forward. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And fall that forward. meant like fall forward. To, so that meant to me, I, the metaphor to me was like, when you fall forward, no matter what you're going to get up, you're going to see what's in front of you.
0: That's right. It's like when you go snow skiing, if you're not falling, then you're not getting any better. Yeah, and that's so true. So true. I mean, uh, if you don't take a chances, you know, how do you know what, what what you could achieve in life? Yeah. If you don't even try, I mean, like you know who Nolan Ryan is. No. Nolan Ryan was the fastest pitcher in baseball back in the seventies. He pitched a hundred eight mile an hour fastball. Yeah. So the old saying is, you step up to the plate and swing the bat against Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Now if you don't hit the ball, well, you didn't. At least you gave it a shot. You know, you tried. You yeah. struck out, but you know, maybe you might bunt the ball or, or you're know, smack it out and the ball's coming so fast, all you do is stick the bat out and it goes over the fence, you know? But yeah, same thing. You know, give it a shot. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people are too afraid to um, step out of their comfort zone and, and, and be take a chance of not looking cool? Do you think in today, what you see around you? Because I, I have a feeling a lot of that is that.
1: I mean, it's just looking cool. I mean, you have to think of, like, just society in general is very, like, stereotypical. And there is no cool. I think you have to make your own cool and feel comfortable in your own skin no matter what. So, I mean, it's just, like, it'll be cool for me to... It used to be cool for me to wear, like, a $300 bag. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, I could be mocked and looked at as, oh, my God, she dresses like that and... She used to have this and, you know, she doesn't have that. And it's like the criticism part, you know, it's not necessary. Like for me, it's like $300. That's a lot for me and my kids. It's more activities. It's it's different. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I'm really rough on my bags. I throw them. I don't care. So, I'm. you know what I mean? So, I mean, stereotypically, you can't just look at someone on, you know, and look at the hardcover and say, oh, my God, that person is. You know, homeless, they're worthless They don't have any talent, you know what I mean And you can't do that So I think you have to Like, just be very sure of yourself And not, and not let Mentally not let other people affect you Because, you know, it's their issues And not yours, as long as you know your own truth And you're fine, then Everything's gonna just bounce off of you.
0: That's right, and you gotta stay confident because
1: because
0: yeah. a lot of people, you know, the best defense is a great offense. They attack you or they jump on a bandwagon of tax- gaslighting you, mm-hmm. so you get shot down. So they don't they don't get noticed about how much of a fucked up life or, or insecurity they, they're rolling through. You know, yeah, I've seen that.
1: And some people haven't at the bottom. You know what I mean? They they're so scared of it. They're so they're so okay, perfect. Yeah. Or I can't do this. Or you know, they're yeah. they're there is no such thing as I don't know how to be good.
0: Right, it, right.
1: You're just despicable. You just keep doing it. You know what I mean? So, you know, people like that. It's like there's therapy. There's things you can work through. You know what I mean? You can help yourself because it's like if you don't help yourself, then don't expect people to, you know, help you. Yeah. Now, now,
0: within, within reason, that, I remember when I was in freshman high school, going in my freshman year, mm-hmm. I had to have... Levi's 501s washed once. Uh, I had to have um, Nike, blue Nikes or white Nikes only. Uh, you know what I mean? With the swoosh on the side. And then uh, I can't remember what kind of shirt I had to have, but I had to have a certain type of Costco cloth white t shirt underneath it. And I think it was um, um, a dress shirt of a certain, I can't remember what brand that was. Um, Anyway, so that, and in, uh, it was Levi's, and there was only one other type of pants I could remember I could wear, it was, it was, and that was the image, you know, and, and if you didn't wear that, forget about it, you know, and, and now, and, and now I, granted, when I started a freshman in high school in California, I just got, I just flew out here from, from Jersey, and i going to, finishing up at a Catholic school, you know what I'm saying, and, and um, so with nuns and all that, we were, I had uniforms, so yeah. I was used to that dress code thing, but then I found out the image was this, this, and that, and you had to wear this if you wanted to be considered something. Yeah. So that lasted a week and a half for me, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, first of all, all the girls are so pretty; they're they 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 look like each other, mm-hmm. and, and and they weren't that pretty. You know, what I mean, the, the prettiest one was kind of ugly. Um, I think it's because what's that old saying? Um, um, who knew evil had the prettiest face? Yeah, you'd see a lot of that in high school. I know I did. So um, I cut my freshman year, half of it, and uh, went out chasing dogs with fire extinguishers with some friends. And, yeah. Never mind. And it's how I got into the radios. I cut my whole year. out to go take your current enrollment into college close, close by.
1: <laughs> I think, like, when you're young, you know, like, when you're, especially, like, when you're in high school, you know, it's like the like the style oh you have I remember it was like three bucks. you know what I mean everybody had to have those and and like yeah. times have changed so much that it's it's everything's cyber everything's like you know in your hands and everything just is so electronic and you know if you go back to old school it's like it was different you know what I mean it was
0: but is there a dress code still for like uh, like a certain level of dress you gotta wear and be in style at, no. at high school, now,
1: or? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean they my
0: sketchers, or what the hell they wear. Like, we used to have we used to be able to wear wallabies,
1: yeah. I mean, I, my daughter, like, she's very unique, yeah. And um, she it's her own style. Like, she's wanted to, she's had haircuts where her head's like half shaved off. Oh, right um, on, told yeah. me, like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, let her, you know, her hair's gonna grow back, like, yeah, let yeah. her. It's a, to me, it's a form of her, like. Expressing her art, like, yeah, exactly.
0: You know, she, Invent- she feels
1: good. She likes it, and if she's gonna go out, you know, to those, those, that level of, you know, just shaving half of her head like Rihanna, hey, why not? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's I'll cool. It's you Invent- your I mean? success, yeah, yeah. For sure. So and, and sometimes, down. sometimes, like I used to be told, oh, don't cut your hair or something like that, and that makes a really big difference in a kid. Oh yeah, it does. You know what I mean? So I've always, always like let her just be herself you know and of course it's nobody's perfect and people have told me like oh you act like her friend or you know you should be a There's parent with like that I mean
0: well, when they get in high school you almost can you're to a level of, of you're consulting more than fucking yeah. you know, they pretty much <laughs> you know things are already rolling if you did it right they're already rolling you just consult
1: yeah well I just tried it that way because for me the other way hurt me more than helped me so I figured okay I'll if My experience, I have to turn it around and see how it works for her. Sure. And I mean, there's going to be bad moments with everyone. And I just, I mean, it's just like even with saying fat or whatever, it's like, you know, people have, and like when people say like, oh, you're gay or this, it's like people really shouldn't be judgmental because you really have to just be comfortable in your own skin.
0: Sure. Yeah. And who Mm -hmm. gives a shit if you are gay or not gay? (laughs) Fuck them if they don't like it. You know, (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know, who the fuck are they to fucking judge me or you or anybody else? I'm not gay. My brother is. You know he he's as gay as I am straight, and we learned this. We were at a bar one night, so I found out he was gay. Is uh, he was making out with this chick, and she's drunk a asleep. The they all were, he, and, and he took off to the bathroom. She's I just love your brother. I said yeah, he's a smooth dude. He's back in Jersey, and he goes yeah, he's so safe. I said what do you mean safe? He says oh well yeah I mean I can know I could just hang all over him and not worry about it. Why is that? Well you didn't know know what? Oh your brother's gay my brother, fuck you, He said, like, look at all the women he's got, you know, Yeah. and, and, and um, he said, no, no, he, really, he is, and, oh, you didn't know, oh, shit, and the chick ran off, so he comes back, and he goes, hey, brother, check this out, you know, hey, this bitch or, bro, or girl, um, in the book it says, I used to call him a brother, he's a nice chick, mm-hmm. <laughs> in, a, in a Sinatra notebook, um, anyway, long story short, she said you two were gay, he goes, well, brother, yeah, I am, Said, no, you will What about that girlfriend you had last year? I hired her. She's an actress. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's an actor. But, um, yeah, he, he's a year old and I, and he, and he says, I'm sorry. Well, you're flirting at the barmaid. I was flirting with the bartender, you know, all these years. And I didn't even know it. Never even knew it. And, I, and then I look back at it, and I'm looking at his Facebook. Mostly men on it. And it, it's cool, but I never noticed that. And then, like, one time he, he took me to a sports bar. And it's mostly, you know, it's a sports bar. You know, all his guy buddies, you know, who did it was a little more than that you know but I never noticed and he never like flaunted it they never flaunted it and they didn't hide it but they didn't flaunt it so I never noticed because I didn't think about it and it doesn't matter now I, thought, I don't give a shit what's your charm you know if you like dogs I don't give a shit you're my brother mm-hmm. and, and yeah. Yeah, life is good and that's how I think everybody should should be about anybody's um, sexuality you yeah. know I mean um, with, the, with the respect of you know children and shit like that shoot them in the head you know if they ever go across that line that's no
1: Oh, with kids! Oh my God! Yeah, and I, I
0: don't even <laughs> want to go down that road. But yeah, um, yeah. With, with respect to that, there is no respect for that.
1: No, there. I mean, that's just it, children are no matter what they're 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 pure, they're innocent. You know what I mean? And some sometimes, I mean, they it might be hard for them to come out and tell you something. And like when I grew up, it was I was just shut down. Like I was. just hold shit you know what i mean and so i don't do that i listen you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah you know but me
0: too. that's one of my family
1: people loves. that mess with kids like
0: spray the rod spoil the child right the like nuns just spent me as well as my
1: parents so yeah. yeah like that's like the scum of the earth you know what i mean yeah. they're kids yeah and then you damage them or you you can't you know, you yeah it's right. like if you talk about the mental emotional and physical like that's really messed up for a child yeah, it is. You know, because you you're gonna get up, and you're supposed to be the adult, and you don't even know how that child is feeling inside.
0: Yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta teach them the way they can learn.
1: Yeah, so not like, how you can teach. You know what I mean? So people like sometimes, like a lot of the times, people get up and you know they don't think about it. I mean, I know I didn't think about it before, but once I started, you know, getting even my kid. You know involved in therapy and all of that like
0: it mm-hmm. helps because yeah, i it, did it myself me too my my we put my son in therapy uh, after his mama uh, split you yeah. know he was starting to really have some effects on that and um yeah that really helped because his bubble he, like i said he he has high functioning autism yeah. so um i didn't know what the hell that was you know what's that mean it means he's a little too close to you in your bubble a little bit too much and not realizing it yeah it is a couple other things but you know um
1: yeah i did the same thing when i separated with my my ex of 13 years i stuck my daughter in sticks and stones and um i did the same thing and she had um i believe it was adhd yeah yeah and yeah. they gave her medicine for it i mean we never got like ssi or anything like that for her but she had a lot of issues with school and of course the depression of you know all of that happening yeah because they
0: think there's Tennessee they think it's their fault if the mom and dad are broken yeah and then we
1: had moved to another city so the change also and it was like everything was impacting her you know what I mean so yeah
0: surroundings and yeah so for
1: like for example like all of that stuff it you know it does it it helps her it helps a lot it's different you know but then at the same time like you have to be open to a lot of things and I, I did it because it's like I didn't know what the hell I was doing I needed help I was by myself
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you gotta, that's that's true. You can't put so much pressure on yourself. I mean, it was my first time being a dad. Is as, as his first time being a kid. You know, so we got to work together on this too. You know, there'll be days I do something wrong. You know, and I shouldn't have done it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, but I try to err on the side of caution you know other than spank his ass because he ran off and hid in walmart (laughs) and i yelled out shut the fucking front doors or i'll kill everybody if my kid leaves you know other than that you know he. (laughs) i think everybody has the right to spank their kid after they hide from him in walmart because that always happens you know because you got that five second or two second you know click you're watching your kid right you know and then bam he goes and runs under a thing on me oh you know oh my god I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. Shut the front door! <laughs> I'm yelling. You know, it was a scary day. My kid, he was hanging out with this other little chicky girl who was about six years old. <laughs> oh, here. Doing, uh, doing what they do, you know? Hanging, you know, playing, playing around the Rosie inside the, uh, around the, um, I don't know, Brada Farm. I don't know what the hell he was, but yeah. It was crazy. And I felt like a fool, but I didn't care, you know? And it's some and it had all these people staring at me because I'm spanking my boy you know, they're like, yeah, check it out, you take him home, you know, you, you, you take him home, you know, because they're like, oh, you shouldn't, you fuck you, <laughs> you know, and I mean, just him hard, I just gave him a swat, and, you know, and just long, hard enough to know, don't go fucking running off anywhere, you know, you know, so one time I paid him back, we went to him, uh, I don't know, music park or something, I don't know what the hell it was, and I was watching, so. well, I went and hit on him, it was about two months later, any shit
1: bricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. god. I mean, like like I understand like they like me, I was like, oh my god, I wanna get my ass kicked or you know what I mean? Like when they used to say they're gonna kick your ass or whatever, like like I got I got hit till I was like twenty three. Really? Yeah, that's when I moved out of my house. But you know, it's just it, it's it's insane, you know what I mean? Because all of that stuff, like it just you think like you're doing good by it, and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm scared." You know what I mean? But it's not a good fear. It really well, is. Yeah.
0: No. No. I. Yeah. You. You can't abuse that corporal punishment. I guess you could say in the family. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I've, that's the only time I ever spanked him was at Walmart, and ever since I never, never once ever had to again. And and and, and um, I can't remember. Yeah, that was the only time I ever remember ever. Raising my hand to him. And it spanked my ass. And, you know, and I got I got spanked on the ass a couple of times as a kid. Yeah. And that's all it took. Yeah, know? but
1: see, back then you would get spanked and it was like, okay, you're getting, like you're, you know, you're getting um, pretty much, you know, lectured or whatever. now you barely even say something and, oh my God, I'm calling CPS, you know? Oh, yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's why I yelled it out in Walmart. Who's
1: got a problem with, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, fuck the nuns. You yeah. so just spank my ass. When I, went, when I was in kindergarten, I, uh, they, I was supposed to go to the bathroom at recess. I didn't do it. They wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. And these classrooms are huge, right? It's first grade. So I go sneaking around the back. It's like 20 kids in the class. And this classroom I don't know, big as an auditorium, half of it. So I go sneaking around the hydronic furnace. You know a hydronic furnaces? No. It's those big old, old steam furnaces. Okay? So it's so it keeps everybody warm, right? Well, I sneak behind the back side of it. Nobody can see me because it's taller than me. I pee I'm start peeing, you know, because I gotta pee. And um peeing on a steam furnace, forget about it. Pshh. It brought more attention than Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. I'm telling you, in that move in, in that movie. I'm t- it was out of control. It was bad news. And, and yeah, and they grabbed me, pulled me by the ear, Master Bunt, Master Bunt <laughs> And they, what are you doing? And they pulled me by the ear all the way down to um, the, the principal's office and he pulls out the, the, the swatter, you know, it's a wooden thing. It's just like he yeah, had three of them, different sizes, I suppose, but he had holes drilled in them, so they went through the air quick. <laughs> and I got three good swats. I remember that hurt. Yeah. And uh, and then and, um, and I got home, and my dad laughed, and my mom says, What are you thinking? And that was it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like I got spanked too, and stuff, you know, I mean, like I'm the youngest and oh, yeah. the outcast always, but you know, it's like. Like, I'm thankful that I went through that because now it's like, I, I love my solitude now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have to have, like, I've literally, like, I've gone, I'll go have lunch by myself. I'll go to the movies by myself. You know what I mean? And I just take off and I go. But, you know, like, things like that. Like, for example, my daughter was getting fully and She was, like, in third grade. And this kid was always bugging her, right? Yeah. She was taking, she was taking, like, a My Little Pony. And she was like, Mom, yes, yeah, it's happening. And I will like, okay so I told her tell the teacher and I guess she told her and I said did you tell she goes, yeah and I said tell her again did again so the second time she told her she told her twice and I told her did you did you tell her and she said yeah and I go what'd you do she goes I smacked her and I was like good job because I told her I was like no I don't think so and then I was laughing and I told her did she take your pony again and she's like no I mean you know your kids you know like Their body language, like, oh yeah. I saw my daughter at a certain like I saw things happening around me, and I was like, okay, let's see, let's you know what, you're being mean to me. Okay, fine. No matter how it happened, my 15 year old at the time, she was 14. She literally, like, she bruised me up. Yeah. Yeah, she, you know, she was quite, you know, it was like a bad moment, you know what I mean? But the next day or that afternoon, I know it was the next morning. Or that afternoon, I was like, I no, it was the next day I, I saw bruises on my chest and I told her, I'm proud of you.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. You know, like, yeah. if you
1: could do this to me, then you know what? I know you can defend yourself.
0: Sure, sure,
1: sure. And with my little one, I was like, you know what? Anybody, my, my five-year-old, anybody does anything to you, bite them hard. Oh, yeah. Leave your... <laughs> I alive. taught my kid to, you know what to I mean? punch like, him first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you Throw can't... Throw the first punch, I told him. You can't raise the kid to, like, literally just not know what to do and be a victim. You, can't, you know You what I mean?
0: can't always talk it out. No, right? no, you music. can't. You can't go tell the teacher. Yeah. Another Unfortunately,
1: when you're an adult and you know, like, you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I have to stay out of jail or I can't do this or I can't do that. And there's certain times where you're just like, you know what? Fuck this. This is not getting taken care of. I'm gonna get, take care of myself. That's right. You know what I mean? Because you're the one that's going through it. You're the one that's feeling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, so... There is that level of enough and of way beyond beyond like the extreme of fuck this shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it happens to everyone, sure. you know. Sure. But I mean, I just think that like when you're like when you're talking about the hitting and all that, like yeah, we all got it. I mean, we got it bad, like with shoes with you know yeah. belts and everything. You know, <laughs> my mother
0: used to hit me in the head with a French bread. I like, oh, hard one on the top of the fridge. Daddy, B, come here. Or if I'm arguing with my sister or brother, she'll come up and she'll just
1: bump both our heads together. <laughs> it was enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just... You know, but see, that, that's just the thing. Like, I used to say, oh, like, I got hit and I remember at that moment, like, I've had domestic violence and I, I had another male person in my life, like, hit me, right? Oh, but... And at the time, I was, like, hurt and whatever, and then I I... First, I was like, well, you didn't knock me out. And then, you know, like, with my daughter's dad, I automatically, like, had him leave because he hit me in front of her. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? And I, if I allow that, then... You can't allow that. I, if, she, if she goes through it, then I'm I'm literally going to be saying it's okay. She'll yeah. throw it in my face. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you think... And I, I got to a point in my life where I thought about those things, and I was like, you know what? Okay, so it happened. Of course, it was, like, years and years ago, but then I thought to myself, you know what? Okay, so... I fought those two guys or I've been you know I've had physical altercations with them and I didn't get knocked out so
0: and you handled it the right way no, for your th- children yeah. that's what really counts I
1: mean yeah but I saw it more like I'm not scared to fight a guy or you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. they you know it's, they were both strong people so to me it's like I I have a lot of patience but at the same time I'm like it was a bad experience but I'm thankful that I went through it because now it's like you don't scare me
0: I feel like if you defend yourself and you're in the right, or if you fight and you're in, you're in the right, it, it gives you a whole lot more extra strength. Yeah. Than when you're in the wrong, you know, and you know, I, at least I hope. <laughs> There's been a long, long, I've been in a lot of wrong situations and, and you got my ass whooped, but, but you know, yeah. and, and um, it's uh, 20 27 minutes into our show, Liz, I love you. You're just great to talk to. We're gonna take a station break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Day Spare River Live. How do you like it so far?
1: It's cool. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the world. All right. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. This is Day Spare River Live on Spotify, uh, Google, Apple One, and Spotify. Oh, I said Spotify, didn't I? Yes. Well, let's do that. Good anchor one. That's it. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Hi, welcome back to the show. Um, this is the second s- segment, and um, usually it takes a few minutes. You notice we're gone a little while. We drink a little extra before we come on to the show the second time or smoke a little more, just because um, you know we go through a great subject, and it's and, and something sub- that everybody in the world can, can relate to, and it's parenting, and also being a parent, either a single parent, like in your case, in my case, or a double parent. You know, I don't know what it would be like to be a double parent. I mean, because, and, 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 I don't know if I'd like it because I made all the decisions, which is mm-hmm. cool, but, but if I had somebody to go alongside me with it, I mean, does that mean I'm going to be second guest or, or what am I start? making you know, or, you know what I mean? How, how does that work out? I mean, being a double parent or like a normal family, like yeah. Ozzy and Harriet, how would that work out?
1: And I think it's like, everybody has a different normal.
0: Yeah, I mean, can I use it as a cop out and not have to worry about like making any rash decisions on my kid because there's mom's there to handle it? <laughs> <What>? oh, <God. laughs> or, or am I the disciplinarian? And, I, and what does that mean? Or, Wait till dad gets home. What yeah, or, or, or
1: like, the, like, the, <laughs> like the famous Hispanic, ask your dad, ask your mom. Can I go here? And they would make you go back and forth, and you're like, what the fuck? Can I go or not?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I mean, and then there's the old uh, parents live across town from each other thing. You know, well, mom said I could do this, but dad said you can't. Well, who are you at? Mom or dad? So, mom and dad? Well, dad, you can't. You know? <laughs> well, mom said I can <laughs> How about that one? Or, or, or um, I don't know. I see my brother go through that a lot. Me, I, I never did. I, fortunately, I was uh, able to, um, well, I guess fortunately, I don't know. I tried to be mom and dad. And i got Mother's Day and Father's Day cards
1: yeah it, i think I, I never slept with myself but <laughs> yeah I, I don't think i, I got me pregnant though no, just kidding i don't think like single fathers sometimes get enough credit you know when they're when they're like literally like by themselves yeah like the mom's always like well you're a mom whatever and i mean it goes vice versa both ways but I think it's like I think men like hold their emotions in a lot. Like they just they're quiet. There's like this wall. Like you gotta be strong. You know what I mean? Like your macho sight or whatever. But I don't think men get a lot of credit when you see them being single dads.
0: Well, I can tell you this much. You're I, I, was, I was I was getting second guessed a lot, and I did you know I did have certain people that would ask advice about what to do about this. And I mean, I made a deal with my wife. Um, if she carried the baby, I would change all the diapers, and I did. So therefore, when she split no problem with that you know I was already rolling with that situation anyway and then um, before she split she was having some real mental issues so he was always with me anyway you know he'd yeah. come down to the radio station with me and, and, and get on the air with me smack me in the head with a microphone you know and talk and scream and yell whatever so it's part of my show so he was he was used to having him around that first um, what, year and a half I was still working for KLO S down there and um, and but that's when I knew I need to get the hell out of there I can't raise my son in that kind of atmosphere Not not that radio atmosphere is not bad It's just, you know, whatever, you, what you think happens around The whole scene does You know And, mm-hmm. and, and, and everybody, their mother Smells like pot or smells like this Or, or you got a coke spoon around there You know, and it, it's, it's their world It's their night they don't. See, there's nothing wrong with that and it, That's their thing But it's mm-hmm. not a, a scene for a, a child you know, and a radio station is not, I mean, as cool as it could be, maybe if it was a bubblegum radio station or or easy listening, but we were Southern California's rock station. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here comes Tom Petty. <laughs> you know, here goes Jimmy Page down the down the hall. You know, Here come yeah. the Beastie Boys. You know, they, yeah. they kick my kid's stroller out of the way as they walk by. <laughs> you know, yeah. Judas Priest. Well, actually, Judas Priest did kneel down and say hi to my son and and, and picked him up and said hello They're very nice. Well, most of them are that way. They're they're parents, but. You wouldn't think that in a lot of ways, you know, like, get this fucking kid out of the hall. What the hell is going on? You know, throw the cigarette down and step on it and your, your kid goes over to pick it. That type of shit. It, it happens. So you, your kid doesn't need to be there.
1: Yeah. Know? I mean, so, it, just a lot of the times, like, people will say, like, I mean, it's like your private time. Like, if you're going to drink, like, okay, I'm going to drink. There's another adult in the home or, you know, I'm going to do this or, you know, it, it, every adult, like, it's like everybody has their vice, you know? Everybody has, yeah. you may knit, you may play basketball, you may work out, you may yeah. have a beer, you may do whatever it is for you to, you know, get that mental stress out. But, you know, like, the, it's, I mean, of course, if you have like a pound of Coke in your are it's <laughs> obviously child endangerment, but, you know, everybody, everybody dips their hand in a can, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, right, you know? You know? you know, it's like to each his own. You know, it's just but, a lot of people are very like, oh, you're this or you're that. And it's like, you know, just everybody does something.
0: Right now, we should go to that song, Mother's Little Helper by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> 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 what a drag he getting old. I hear every mother say things are different today. Uh, it's something, something This life is bore but there's a little yellow pill. That makes you feel better still, and you go running for the shelter of a mother's little helper, and it gets her through the day. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a bad singer, but yeah, it's when it's all about that. It, it, and you're right, you're so right. I mean, I can't tell you what the hell I used to spend, uh relieve really my stress, you know. Uh, I'm not even going to go down that road and explain it. What's a pound of coke, though, but... And, um. I, I didn't smoke weed. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I, you know. I, you know what? I never. I really didn't take any mind altering drugs when I the whole time I was a parent, uh, because I didn't want to miss something. Mm-hmm. And I was. I always felt like if I did, because a couple times I did. Mm-hmm. I felt like mm-hmm. my my kid knew. Just looked at me like, "What's up, pop? You're not. You're not. You're not on point tonight. You know. You mean you're on the same page? You know. Mm-hmm. You just." you know, a little one-year-old kid going like that, going, how come you're not digging Mary Poppins tonight? You know, we're watching a damn sound of music for the 15th week day in a row, you know? But, you know, or the big dog, or or, or, or getting getting involved with uh, um, Spongebob, you know? I just, you know, because, you know, I, you know you can, you're can just not the same level when, when at least I'm not, after I've had a couple beers or, or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So I, I, I kind of stayed away from that because, I didn't think it was that good of a parent to to fuck around and and fuck up like that. Or fuck, you know, just be able to... I wasn't that good of a parent, I didn't think, yet. And I was worried about, you know, not getting caught because I was high. Just not being... The only one who was going to catch me would be my son. And he would know why I wasn't the same that day or whatever. But I, you know, he just knew I was off. Yeah. And, um...
1: I mean, it, it, and it's hard because it's like you're an adult, I mean, you're human, you know, you're... Sure. I, yeah, not perfect. No, but I mean, still, like, people will, you know, put a damper on your day sometimes, and it's like, you know, you have to carry that with you, and sometimes you can't just put it away, and you have your kids, and it reflects on them, you know what I mean, like... I've been told, oh, you're not a good mom, or one of your kids, only one of your kids loves you, or, you know, shit like that, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, I hear it, and I'm just like, fuck you, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, it's like, what, to me, it's like, you want to, like, tag team me or you want to sit in front of me and tell me that I'm not a good parent, but you are mightier than thou because, you know yeah, what I'm because saying? Because you didn't like, get caught
0: or you didn't have CPS on your ass for some yeah. stupid reasons they weren't around then. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know what yeah, I mean?
1: Right? Or, or you exactly. can CPS on someone, you know what I mean? That's how some people are, but, you know, it's just, sure. it, it's there's just. I sometimes think that people like that, like that call or, you know, do shit like that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? You don't. And you, and you, yeah, it is. Mean, I, I mean, going through shit like that, like having a microscope on you all the fucking time is fucking horrible.
0: It is horrible. It, it, yeah. And I could not make any mistakes. I, uh, I mean, when I, I left the radio station and I went to work for a Chevron oil company as an electrician within a year mm-hmm. and, and, and I moved to Pismo Beach. Because I wanted to live just left of center, you know. I wanted to take my son and go teach him how to do seashells and all that shit, as opposed to like, you know, hey, let's go hang out with Tom Petty and his kids, you know, or whatever. Not that, yeah. that they were bad people, but you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, look at that! His his oldest son's 12. He's smoking a joint, you know, just like Pop, you know? Yeah. you know. I didn't want my son to be around that. I just wanted. To, so I got out of that and started doing that. You know, but then, it, you know, people are bit, bitching at me. Well, how do you, wh- what do you do when you go to work? You know, I mean, who watches again? Da, da, da. Well, check it out. I take him with me yeah. most of the time, you know, and, and, and it, oh, well, that's a danger. Taking him on no, an oil lease. No, we're taking him on an oil lease. They had daycare right there at the edge of the lease for the kids. Chevron did. And it was nice. So I could take my son with me to, to, to work every day. Yeah. And. and we, we all put our money in together to, to, to pitch in to, to get a daycare center yeah. together for because there's 250 employees on this lease, you know, and how many of those you think have kids that are young and need to, well, that was one of about 10 single parents. Yeah. And it, it was really, really a valuable tool. You know?
1: Well, child care is super expensive. I mean, if you think about it, depending on what you make an hour and what you're going to give a week, sometimes it's worth the other parents staying home. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah,
0: sure. Uh, trust me. I would have loved it. Chevron paid for half of it. Oh, yeah. Which is really, really cool that they did that. That's how good of a company they were to work for. And um, uh, high props to them. They even fed us every morning breakfast with certain deals. But besides all that, I got lucky. Mm-hmm. I got lucky but it took a lot of luck to get to that point you know what I mean and uh, one thing I did do was make a sure ass decision to get the hell out of that industry after after 23 years it was time to retire so I did yeah. I got out of there and disappeared nobody in the fucking world would ever thought I could become an electrician
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good job. I mean, you tinker a lot with stuff, but
0: well, nobody know. thought I was that intelligent because I spun records for the first twenty-something <laughs> years, you know. <laughs> you know, but um, you know, I, you know, I didn't have a choice. I looked at it this way. I know the oil fields made the most money, and um, and I knew that an electrician or a plumber or a welder made the most money in the oil fields. Well, fuck plumbing. <laughs> uh pardon my friend sorry guys and welding well I you know I just can't even see close enough to be doing, doing that shit because my brother was a welder and electricity that's cool because nobody knows that I don't know if I know you know what I'm doing they don't know if I don't know because they don't know they're just scared of it and I, and I am very much scared of it the more I learned about it the more more scared I got of, of it which made me non complacent and um and so I didn't want to darely make any mistakes you know and so it kept me alive and safe the next 10 years I worked for for Chevron incident free operations they call it woo, no injuries. but long story short um I that's why I got into electrical not because I wanted to I liked it it I you know I was 40 40 years old gotta figure out something to make a lot of money cause I gotta make up some time
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah so I did and it was it was good um, God bless you uh Marshall Jesperson for taking me under your wing <laughs> he was really an electrician I was a he, I was just a schmuck <laughs> he was a good one he taught me everything I know anyway I don't know where we're going with this but um, since I've talked the last three pages and you haven't said a thing for the last minute and a half because I'm keep rattling, right along tell me more
1: the subject that you were touching on specifically was
0: you know the, the subject w- was children in in and whether we're doing right or wrong, I mean, who knows? I mean, you're parent, you young parents today, don't beat yourself up.
1: Well, like for example, you were talking about substance. Like I was accused of being an alcoholic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or being bipolar, you know what I mean? And, and my, the diagnostic of bipolar came from me wanting a gun because my daughter was getting pedophiles.
0: Sure. Oh you yeah. You know what
1: I'm saying? Like I'm crazy because I'm on the phone with an attorney asking how I can get a gun permit and I'm a single mom and I just have an infant. You know? right,
0: like, and, and what's wrong with that? No, not, not, like, a, not a damn thing. 30 years ago, it was the right thing.
1: Yeah, and not only that, but it's like I, I have a back injury, so I'm thinking quick. If somebody comes into my house and I'm a single mom, I don't have time to run down with a diaper bag and do everything. I gotta shoot you. I gotta take you. I gotta protect oh, yeah. my kids. Yeah. So you know, I was declared bipolar, and then all of a sudden, I was an alcoholic, and you know, I went through three rehabs. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, other things happen. I mean, I was even like pretty much forced to tell my my 13 year old or at the time, yeah, 13 or 14. How
0: about when your parents are going? I think I think you I think you need rehab. Can I have another tranquilizer in my in my in my my gin and tonic? You know. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. They're, they're
0: spilling shit on. They're spilling alcohol in your dress, and they're telling you you're you need to go to rehab. You
1: know. No, I mean it's just like I was forced to tell my daughter, tell her you're an alcoholic. So you know you're there and you do it whatever, and I did it, and it's like I went to three rehabs and. Like I even did AA, and you know, because of this, you know, sure. the whole CPS situation, and I don't like those programs. I mean, yes. one of them was perfectly paid; it cost me like twenty something thousand dollars, you know. And I think I did four, but I just think a lot of the times, like when they do the Big Book and all the, you oh, know, yeah, everything yeah. with like recovery, people tell you like, you're never gonna touch a beer, you're never gonna do this. I mean, I even had people like when I told them well, I used to sip on tecate when I was younger, and I they would put me to sleep. And they were like, they never stood a chance. And it's not about... Oh, he's... <laughs> to me, I see it like, you know what? It's not about not ever having it. It's about having control of it. Like, I can sit yeah. here and have the 24-ounce or the whole night. Yeah. You know? And and people are like, oh, no. You have a beer. You're drunk. Or, you know, people... You're drink... back on the wagon. Yeah, now. like, yeah. recovery is different for everyone.
0: Sure it is. You know, I, 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 I sympathize with because I went to um, a rehab for, uh, for methamphetamine. And... And it was funny because I couldn't go to to an uh, NA meeting. You know why? Yeah. Because I know everybody there, and I want to get high with them. That makes no sense. So I went to an AA meeting. I I, I did my I did it with AA because I wasn't a drunk, but I wouldn't see anybody I, I didn't want to get high with.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's what I had to do. I mean, why go hang out with a bunch of people you used to get high with? Yeah. I, <laughs> talk about drinking coffee now, fuck. Come on, baseball, forget it. Yeah,
1: I, I went to uh, I think one in Salinas. And then uh, I, the other ones were like in Monterey and, it's, you know, it was it was different. It was just different. I was just like, oh, my God, like I need a really good program. And like, I, like I've seen the places where you go and stay, like Bridge House and all of that. But I mean, it's just sometimes you just got to find the right one for you. But I think sometimes like you can't lie to yourself.
0: Well, no, and you know, they do bring out a lot of truth in you. I mean, I remember I, I went to that halfway house and um, I saw myself 10 years before me. And I see myself ten years from now, you know what I mean, where I'm coming from and where I'm going, if I stayed on that that track, you know. And, and so I saw a lot of that, you know. Yeah. And um, spent a lot of time on my knees praying with God, and He, he worked it out with me, you know. But um, other than that, yeah, you know, it's it's a self it's a self thing. Yeah, you got to find the right program for you because there's a lot of people that are really stupid about how they think they can run a program because they run a program the way they think they should run it as opposed to running a program the way you could benefit from it. You know, you can't teach somebody with that uh, your way. You got to teach somebody the way they learn. If if you speak French, well, why the fuck am I going to come talk to you in Chinese? Right? I'm going to come talk to you in French. Makes sense, right? That's how they should run a program. Sit down and listen to you for a while before they tell you what their program's about. Why don't we sit down and talk about what your needs are? What are you looking for in a program? And work around that, you know why? Because you're gonna win that way. You're gonna come out a hero. You're, you're gonna become out a winner. Why? Because you you took on the, the, the rehab that that adapted to your needs to, to succeeding, which is supposed to be the ultimate goal, right? Mm-hmm. Not go through their rehab and win their, 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 their gold chip. Win your life back. And how do you win your life back? By doing things the way you know how to do it best and how the people support you. you. You came to win, right? Yeah. So why you gotta go in there, you know, with a bunch of... Well, oh, you need to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Well, what if I'm a fucking narco- narcissist and I stay up... Or is that the word? Well, and I stay up till 4 o'clock in the morning and I don't get up till 10 a.m.? Oh, well, no, you gotta be up at 5 a.m. What is this, the fucking Marines? You know? No, it's Rehab that's what I mean I understand idle time is the devil's playground right mm-hmm. and you want to stay focused and you want to stay you know you want to stay, you know because you a lot of time that's free time once you give up drugs or something that's a lot of free time now that you don't know what to do with yourself so they, yeah. they try to fill it good fill it the way you want to have it filled and if you're not sure they give you some ideas but you should you know that's the way I see it I mean am I wrong
1: yeah I mean to me it was Like the whole breaking point, like to me was like when I was being accused and accused and then all of a sudden I, you know, legally took action and just, you know, ceased and desisted, you know, a couple of people from, you know, my property. Good. And it got to the point to where I, I literally stood in my living room and I was like, oh my God, it had been like a week and it was quiet. There was no drama. And I was like, holy shit, this really, (laughs) this feeling is really real. And that's when everything just started piecing out. Like it was just me on my own. That is so cool. Because... And it, it was it was just so different. It was like the negativity, the put downs, the you know, every everything that you know was just raining and pouring on me was gone. That is so. Cool. You know, and then you know it, it was just it was it was it was a way for you, like for me, to gain my own strength. And then when things got really tough I was just, or you know I noticed something really bad I was like okay fuck this we're on you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I, I just think that you know when like with drugs and all of that it's, it's very emotional like I, if somebody's gonna recover or the, you know or it's just really about you your higher power and accepting yourself I yeah, mean yeah. it's not about anybody else you can't stop anybody else from telling you you're stupid or you know thinking they're stupid like you know what I mean like that's their problem you know you worry about yourself it's like self-care
0: yeah I agree with that totally because you gotta you had to take care of yourself to do this and because and, you're the one you're repairing yourself you know? yeah your goods, bads, bad indifference there was something else I was gonna say um I, I just slipped my mind on, on this deal it's like because you oh yeah it was so cool that you were able to go ah, I'm enjoying the piece and not go look for more drama you know, because you're addicted to it, or you're hooked on it, or been too much, you're institutionalized in drama. You know, how they say somebody goes to prison or jail enough, they get institutionalized. Well, I think somebody has so much drama in their life after a while, they begin institutionalize the drama. It's like they get they just so used to not having any or having it that they, they 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 don't know what to do, so they get up and go we'll look for it after they have peace. Thank God you you, you didn't have that. You know, because that does happen to people. They they can't sit still. They gotta go find the drama.
1: Yeah, they it's like a like they they love the chaos. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. don't know how else to live. You know, and, yeah. that, and that's really sickening because it's like you don't see who else you're dragging down with you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you live in it. It's like a, how could you like you? It's like you're a tornado and you're sucking everyone in. and, you're just, and It's like. And it's like, and it's like how could somebody do that you know yeah,
0: well the, the, and they think they're so important evidently that's one of the signs of narcissists is is they think they're so important that that um, well they're just they're so important that they that there should be or they' you know they, they're allowed to do that whatever it is I mean it's like um, I'm gonna go get the milk today why because I can get the milk you know at the <laughs> store I'll be doing that show you know what I mean nobody else nope nobody else can go get the milk I'm gonna get the milk I know
1: what to do.
0: That type of thing. That's a narcissist, evidently.
1: Yeah. I hope, I, I guess. Well, I, mean... I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, I used to, like, What? Well, I used to, like, always make dinner. And I got to this point to where, like, my daughter's dad used to eat at his mom's house. And I was like, okay, fine. So I was really quiet about everything. And then, I don't know, I was, like, One day I got pissed off and I was like, I grabbed the plate and I threw that shit in the trash all together and I was like, okay, you're not going to eat then, fuck it. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, at least call me and tell me you're going to eat. Don't leave me like, I'm cool with my kid by myself, but you know, it's like that type of, I'm going to go eat over there, but I still want my plate there. You know what I mean? Like, it's bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, but. I mean, you pick and choose your battles, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you can understand that's just, it's just a consistent thing. You And the kid doesn't want to eat your food because he's eating somewhere else or didn't
1: tell you about it. So that so basically happened? I mean, yeah. I thought I just worried about me and her. It was easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my daughter, like, skipped Gerber. Both of them really did. Like, this, God, she was, like, so chubby and cute. And she literally, like, pulled Chinese food. Like, she grabbed the chow mein and she shoved it in her mouth. She was little, and I was like, "Oh my God, skip the guru stage." You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, it's like, just I don't know. I mean, it's just it's it's all it's different and difficult with a lot of things. You know, with um, like with everything that you're saying with parenting, and you know, just even like going into relationships or anything else that you're saying, because it's not even a balance. It's about like a self, like self fulfilling. You know what I mean? Like you got to make yourself happy.
0: You know somehow. That comes, at least for me, it, it, I guess I found out I was a natural parent that way. Some some people aren't natural parents, you know, so be, you know, for whatever, whatever it's worth. But I, I remember one time I, um, with my daughter, my oldest daughter, um, she was like a year or something, she's on the bottle, and I took her to the drive-in, you know, and I, okay, she's going to want pineapple juice, you know. So I go, I pick up some pineapple juice and I'm feeding it to her in a bottle, you know. Holy shit. You don't do that, you know? I didn't water it down, and you know, I just gave her fucking pineapple juice in her bottle. She's sucking it down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talk about a rash. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the drive-in. That was bad news. I didn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was funny.
1: I don't really have those anymore. I saw, I saw a place. I was down south and, um, a few months ago. I was over there for a few months before I went back to Salinas and um, I saw a place with the drive-in and it was really like quiet and quaint and like, I saw that and I saw a lot of like, I even saw people fishing and I was like, this is a really cool spot. You're like, you don't see yeah. that anymore.
0: No, there's a drive-in still in San Luis Obispo. That's the last one I know of. Yeah. And uh, it is so cool. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't been to one in years. It's been years. <laughs> I went to that one. I brought a date. Mm-hmm. I had a truck. We didn't have a radio. I didn't think much, right? I go in there and I park.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and and there's no there's no pole with a with a speaker. Uh, how the fuck you gotta listen to a movie? You gotta tune your radio into a certain frequency. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> then you have a fucking radio. Well, even now, like even the like you have what Spotify. You have like well, I always use YouTube, but. I hate Spotify as well, but I mean, it's like the old school radio. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: even have that in my truck, so this girl immediately thinks I'm out just to do one thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Get naked with her to drive in, because I didn't have a fucking stereo to even listen to the movie.
1: Yeah. I remember remember when they would call and dedicate songs to people. Remember? Oh, I want to to dedicate the song to this person. Yeah,
0: yeah. that That was a lot of fun. Casey Kasem, Rick Dees. American Top Forty. Yeah, and um, there's a couple other people I don't know. Oh yeah, Wolfman Jack. You heard of him? Mm-mm. Yeah, he was like one of the first. He uh he, he would broadcast on AM on the Mexican side of the border, where they could crank up the amps a- amplitude so loud because AM is done with just power. Rah! FM's frequency. AM is amplitude. How much amplifying power you could send out and broadcast. So he could sit there in, like in lower Texas, Mexico, and broadcast halfway up the, the, the Midwest, almost to uh, Kansas. All the states could hear you back then. That's why they did it. So he, Because um, Mexico wasn't regulated with the rules. States where you can only put out like 550 amps, amplified. No, Mexico, you just crank it up to 10,000 and shoot it across the sky in America. And everybody and their mother gets like a CB radio. That's how we really yeah. send back into
1: Yeah, just days. you know, a lot of the old school stuff is really good. I mean, like even like when you see like like the amplifiers or like the old school ones, like they have more power. You know what I mean? Just
0: yeah, all the older go. stuff
1: is really nifty. Like it's just it's awesome when you run across from it.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, how about the eight tracks? Do you remember eight-track tapes? My, my dad used to listen to this. <laughs> <as far. laughs> I guess I'm dating myself, aren't I?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, and, and to this day, some of them I can remember when they would fade out because, like the, you know, it's like four tracks on an eight-track. So at the, it, it, it would end right in the middle of a song, you know, in like Boston, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just so funny. It just, everybody remembers that, you know, Boston um, "Don't Look Back" album. Yeah, I did that. And Pink Floyd "Dark Side of the Moon" was also like that. We're gonna take a station break and um, step into studio. P. <laughs> I'm talking with Liz, and she's just fabulous. She's got some great ideas about parenting. And and just the the everyday do's and don'ts about being a decent person in society, especially this uh, post-COVID society where where, we're trying to get back together, you know? No more of this social distancing bullshit. Um, What I'm kind of curious about is this. What happened to the fucking virus? All of a sudden there's a war in Russia and nobody spoke a fucking thing about this virus no more. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Was it all just a big shit show or what? I mean, those... Those masks they demanded us wear turned out that they don't really st- solve you from getting anything or, or a virus. Is, it's still going to be in the air and get right through it, those masks. So you beat a judge. Was it just a plan to get Trump out of the office? Or, um, you know, because that's about the only way you could beat him was hit him with a virus because he was doing really good with our business. He was a business president. Um, an asshole, but a good asshole in a lot of ways. We'll be back after these messages. You're listening to Dave Sprayberry Live with Liz, our guest star tonight, um, on Spotify, uh, Apple One, and um, Google Podcasts. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this message. Welcome back to the show. It's been such, such a great, great night, hasn't it? We've talked about a lot of stuff that... I have no clue what we were going to talk about when we started. Did you?
1: Um, neither.
0: Not really, huh? No. Yeah. And, um... That's the neat thing about, um... Broadcasting these shows. I got no clue what we're going to talk about. And, um... Some, maybe what we talk about is lousy. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's, um... Things that people need to hear, whether they want to or not.
1: Oh,
0: man. And uh, how's that beer keep Is it holding you up? Yeah,
1: it's, it's good. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, she's drinking Mexican beer there. Yeah, right?
1: I'm, know, not, I'm open to beer. Like, but, yeah, look, I haven't drank Corona in a long time. You it, know what I mean?
0: It's funny. When I went to Mazatlan, we took a train down there, right? We stopped at Benjamin Hill and bought 20 Coronas <laughs> bottles for $2. Uh-huh. You know, and then when we got to Mazatlan, you know, you drink the city beer. The city beer in Mazatlan was Pacifico. <laughs> so we drank the Shadows Pacifico down there. It was really cool that you had brought both of those. Because when we got back up to Mexico, we stopped off, and it was Corona area again. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, this is. I I like this one. I like Pacifico right now. I like Pacifico yeah.
0: better than all of them. Really, I just
1: I like you know Mexican beer, but I feel like. It's a little bit more like carbonated. It's like really bubbly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh it it, it it's definitely a different taste. It's good. Yeah. Very good. I haven't had it in years. Uh, in, yeah. Uh, but I drank so much of it. I don't need to drink anymore. If you, I mean I, we drank uh, at least a hundred and fifty of those cans.
1: Oh yeah. Someone <laughs> I I couldn't take that.
0: Each. <laughs> we took twenty nine dollars. Where the um, 50 cent cheeseburgers from McDonald's down there with no 29 cent cheeseburgers, we bought a hundred of them each. That's so what we took down Mexico with us, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. On the train, it was a 24 hour train ride. Mm-hmm. First time we went, we starved. Second time, no way. We brought Budweiser, mm-hmm. which we threw out, and we bought um, peanut butter and jelly and loaves of bread and then. 100 hamburger cheeseburgers from McDonald's each 29 cents here's 30 bucks give me 100 hamburgers oh my god
1: <laughs> I think they still do that sometimes like when an anniversary something
0: yeah yeah
1: they're like 20 cent burgers
0: yeah that was amazing how much, how cheap they were I couldn't believe 29 cents a cheeseburger that was in 1985 yeah has that been that long is it 1985 a long time ago seems like it was just around the corner from me 95, 2005, 2015, that's 32, 33, 30 something years ago, 37 years ago, yeah, something like that, 37 years ago, 30, yeah, wow, 37 years ago, it was 1985, that was my best year as a kid, or 20, teeny year old, I I think I was, I think I was 25 that year, no, let's see, 18, 19, 20, I was 21. I did everything twice. Yeah. Why? Because I fucked up the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you learn from your fuck ups. You know what I mean? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's
0: perfect. No, I was lousy at her being perfect. Maybe that's what made me better at it. I don't know. I got yeah. it. Took another fuck this. I'm gonna do it again. You know.
1: Or somebody pisses you off and fuck you. I am going to go do this.
0: One thing I couldn't get down is that I couldn't date the same girl twice. She didn't. She wasn't going for it. I tried that three times. Oh, I fucked up on the first date and like, glad, try and go out with her again you know, I didn't kiss her goodnight or uh, I kissed her too much you know you know, just wanted but it was just like it was all backwards you know I should have kissed this one and, that, and not that one all I know is the three girls I went out that year with on an actual date never gave me a lick of a second chance you know I guess the yeah. one liked me and I wouldn't kiss her goodnight because it felt like a big elephant in a room like I was supposed to so I didn't in a, you know, and I figured, okay, when well, next date, yeah, I had to feel like, oh, I better do that. What are you doing? Let's bet you. You know, fuck. I don't oh. remember what happened to the third one, but he just wasn't any good, any better. You know, so. But that time I was tagged as a schmuck. I just went I away back to the uh, single life of broadcasting. <laughs> what about you? Tell me about where you came from. Um, it? Liz?
1: I mean, i born, raised in Salinas, um, moved around a little bit, you know, actually like not even moved around that much, maybe like maybe two or three times. Really? Yeah. Due to unfortunate circumstances, but pretty much resided there. Um, and, um, I'm just, I feel more comfortable in my skin out of that zone. You know what I mean? So yeah, sure. For me, right now, the big leap for myself is to, you know, move to another state. And, you know, and just give myself a chance to just, you know, like, soak in something new. Like, you know, just well, so th- many new things. I
0: think you have a great idea about going to Big Sur. Because you go down there and soak in everything new and nobody will ever find you unless you want to. <laughs> I'm telling you. See, by the way, if anybody's out there... And, Liz wants to go to Big Sur. She hasn't been there yet and she'd love to go. So if you're in the neighborhood <laughs> um, and, and fly in from Poland, uh, France, wherever you're coming from, stop by, uh, you know, Carmel here or Monterey and pick Liz up, take her to Big Sur because it is the eighth wonder of the world and you're going to love it. Ragged Point's outstanding.
1: Loving.
0: Yeah, it really, really is. Thank you for joining us on the show. I think we're going to uh, let you have some breakfast. We do most of our shows b- between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And uh, I'd like to tell you it's because we want to be on, you know, New York East Coast time, blah, blah, blah. But no, we're not. We just uh, do what we do till we do it. So, um, unless you have some more things you want to speak with, I I, I don't know. I went down and talk about I mean, oh, wait, wait, we were talking about you came from Salinas mm-hmm. and you've been bounced around and. and um, Anything more you want to add to that, or no? Okay. Well, there it is. There, Liz from Salinas. Thank you for joining the show, and uh, stick around. We'll be back after these messages. You listen to Days for Very Live all over the world. Good night. Good morning, America, or uh, at least New York. We don't have four. Where are we? We're going all over the world. That's right. Our good friend Dave Sprayberry gave us a chance to uh to uh to uh you know, whatever we're doing. That's what he gave us a chance to do. Right. So we put the on the air light on and let's party. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes that. Everybody's an asshole. Especially me. Hi, sweetie, what's your name? I don't know. What's my name? Do you uh, have? Peppermint.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, get closer to the mic. <laughs>
1: I guess my name's Peppermint.
0: Yeah? As in yeah. Schnapps? Is that your last name, Schnapps? Are you German? Peppermint Schnapps? She's Russian. Actually,
1: she's from Ukraine, but now she's... I'm South not North. from Ukraine.
0: You're from Ukraine? No. Where you from, sweetie? Where you from? Here. From here.
1: i <laughs> yeah. I'd have a lot better manners if I was from a third world country.
0: You're from a third world country, huh?
1: Yeah, and I'm so grateful he brought me to America. I was like, conceived I on a plane,
0: and I was born on another plane.
1: <laughs> what do you think
0: of that? <laughs> the, my mom my pam- my and my it's pop were dead. going down to the Bahamas, and they got on the Mile High Club. Next thing you know, she's pregnant. Oh, wow. And then we go down here, and pop loses his job. So they're stuck in the Bahamas for like nine months. So I was born in the county jail. Wow. The county jail, huh? Yeah That's Dave in the background, we can't really hear He He got him mumbles and looks the other way He's one of those... You, know, like, you know like a... What's that guy from Tool, the band Tool? Where he never could face the crowd He always was behind... He always well, he, he always was behind the band, you know what that? You're, you remember the band Tool? No, huh? Oh yeah, they're, they're pretty outrageous no, yeah, no, Anyway, the, the lead singer always sat behind the band really
1: those yeah like they send them to camps
0: what kind of program they
1: they, they send them to like camps real quick like so they like know basic like uh oh how to shoot a gun yeah basically like infantry training and shit like quick quick shit yeah they they like like tactics and, and like you know like just like certain like like very like fucking just rough like just like they get straight to the point and then they send them like out to where they need them the most
0: on the front line.
1: Um, yeah, they should be on the front line.
0: And they go, hey, who's got balls? You guys? All right, front line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to fly a drone?
0: Right, right. They fly drones. You know what? And a lot of kids can fly those things because they play video games.
1: Exactly. I can fly that thing.
0: Drone flying is the way to go.
1: Yeah. Wipe out tanks from the above. Sarah swears that I'm going to die out there. She's Where? going there in Ukraine. In Ukraine? Yeah. That's fucked up, on.
0: Huh? What, you plan on going?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think you're crazy. I didn't really hear what that was, <laughs> but.
1: stupid. Like, you're actually fucking draft. stupid. I never said there
0: was a draft, stupid. A draft? They ain't had a draft since uh, World War Two. No, World War Four. Wait, wait, which world? world war. Third World War? World war. Where? where, where no. When we When we fought the uh, well, I even been
1: that Where's everybody world. get that good uh,
0: That good weed from Thailand? Yeah. Yeah, the
1: Thai sticks.
0: Yeah, that's what started that war. <laughs> it's
1: stupid the Thai sticks started the third Thai world. sticks. But can I use the tutor?
0: They used to be called chopsticks, but you know. <laughs>
1: I do come over here and use the tutor over here and then let me use it while you use it. So-